know that you need certain personality traits. Um, that's kind of an urban legend that people that are gregarious and outgoing and great storytellers and people that have a big laugh, those are the people that are going to always do best at sales. Uh, I think those people sometimes have maybe a little bit of an inside curve, but um, you know, sometimes those personality traits get in the way. Um, so I don't, I, I don't know that they're personality traits. I think it, I, I think there is a DNA. I think people that um, are genuinely curious uh, turn out to be very very good salespeople. I think people that uh, love to solve problems are are very very good salespeople. I think people that know how to work hard. Because uh, it's a lot of hard work, turn out to be very good salespeople. So, you know, the big personality, the big laugh, the great storytelling—that's not going to hurt you. But if you're not genuinely curious, if you don't genuinely want to help solve problems, and if you're not willing to work hard, that—that's that's not going to add up to anything at the end of the day. Yeah, you know, passion. If 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 you're not excited, if you're not passionate about what you sell, it's going to be really really difficult to get somebody else excited and passionate about what you sell. Um, you know, I've made a living the last 20 years telling people, you know, it's really not about what you sell; it's about how you sell. But as a precursor, yeah, if if you're working in an organization or in an industry. Um, that you're not excited about the product or you don't believe in the product. Um, can you be successful? Yeah, I, I, I suppose you could. I'm not really sure how you sleep at night. I mean, I would much rather, uh, I'd much rather wake up knowing that, hey, I represent a great product or represent a great service. I, I know I can help customers, you know, achieve certain things or get around certain obstacles. So, you know, belief in yourself and belief in your product, I think, are two of the table stakes to really, uh, to really do well in this industry. And I, you know, I think the best advice I ever got was that the um, the more you worry about the sale, the less you're going to sell. And um, to not be focused on the outcome. I, I mean, we all want a positive outcome, but focus on the process instead. You know, and the process is you got to make meaningful connection with customers or, or meaningful connections with prospects. Um, you, you've got to be able to ask great questions. You've got to be an exceptional listener. You have to be able to present your ideas uh, in a in a clear concise and compelling manner so uh, I, I would say like I said don't worry about the sell don't worry about the outcome worry about the process and you're gonna win more than uh, you're gonna win more than you lose from 35,000 feet up a good selling process um, looks something like this uh, step number one you need to understand what your ideal client profile looks like because if not you're just waiting for the phone to ring so step one in having a really good sales process is who are the people we're targeting and whether they're brand new potential customers, whether they're suspects or whether they're existing accounts and you want to expand the relationship, it doesn't matter to me. Uh, and I'm not talking about having a CRM because a lot of organizations will be well, oh, we got a CRM with 10,000 names. Well, good luck. I want to see, hey, how many conversations are we trying to have today, this week, this month, this quarter? Because mathematically, we ought to be able to figure this out. So step one is knowing what your ideal client profile looks like and knowing who those people are. Um, and, and, and I don't care, well, I do, but either the sales rep has to be doing that research and that homework and putting together that list or somebody in the marketing organization, but um, salespeople need to understand who they need to be connecting with. So step one is, who, who are you targeting? Uh, step two in the process then is, what's your story? 
um, because if I have a list of people that I believe would be interested in sales training, I just can't call and say, hey, what's going on? And I can't just send an email saying, hey, I'm, I'm touching base, right? Most people don't want me to touch their base. So you've got to be able to communicate a story. If I'm going to reach out and connect with somebody for the first time, I've got to be able to tell them a sales story that gets them to go, that's kind of interesting. I'd like to learn more. And um, most salespeople don't know how to tell a very good sales story. Uh, most salespeople rely too much on marketing. And I love my brothers and sisters in marketing, but they rely on marketing to put together the sales story. And most sales stories that marketing put together try to be all things to all people, which means they end up being nothing to everyone. So a sales story is very, very specific and identified towards you, the target. So it's not this broad message, but I'm, I am firing an arrow that I think is going to land someplace on the target. Now, it may not land on the bullseye, but I want to be able to land somewhere on the target. And I need to be able to tell several versions of that story. So if I got this targeted list, if I believe I'm going to be able to make one phone call and this person's going to call me right back, I'm being naive. I'm being silly. So I'm going to communicate one message with the first touch. I'm going to communicate a slightly different message with the second touch. I'm going to communicate a slightly different message with my third touch. And so having the ability to put together this message or this sales story, I think is critically important because you want to get enough exposure where I said eventually – you wear them down. I mean, you wear them down in a very positive way. They're like, okay, I've heard from this guy that he can help me jump higher, uh, run faster, and lose 20 pounds. I'm interested, right? So we got to be able to tell a good sales story. So step one, again, having an identified targeted list. Who are you trying to connect with? Step two in the process is what's your story? What are you going to communicate to people that gets them to say, okay, I'll give you 10 minutes. Tell me more. Step three uh, in the process is really understanding what proper follow-up looks like. Because as I said earlier, if you think that you're going to be able to connect with somebody once and, and send a simple email or leave a simple voicemail and they're going to respond, I, I think you're being naive. So you need to understand what, what proper follow-up looks like. And when we say proper follow-up, you know, what's the sequence? What's the cadence? Uh, what are you trying to communicate? Um, because follow-up isn't about, you know, hey, I'm going to try two or three times a day. That that's that really communicates that, you know, you're not a partner, you're more of a pest. So how can you follow up in such a way that you make yourself irresistible? How can you follow up in such a way that customers go, wow, this, this person is a trained professional? How can you follow up in such a way that people are like, wow, you know what? Uh, I really admire this person's professional persistence. I'm going to give them 10 minutes. So step one, again, having a targeted list. Step two is what message you're going to communicate with them. Step three is you got to know how to follow up because you don't follow up. Nobody's going to call you back. Uh, then step four in the process, in my mind, is eventually, if you've done the first three things right, I've got a good targeted list, I've got a great message, I know how to tell it, and I've been really dutiful about following up. Eventually, people are going to say, okay, I'll give you 15 minutes, or hey, I'll give you that 10 minutes. And step four in the process, then, is knowing how to win the first conversation. You know, if, if, you, if, you, don't, if you don't win the first conversation, you're not going to get a next. And winning the first conversation isn't about, well, thank you so much for agreeing to meet with me today, blah, 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 blah. Winning the first conversation is being genuinely curious, as I talked about earlier. Uh, and winning the first conversation is about engaging that other party um, at a level they're not used to being engaged on. And, and that means asking really, really good thought-provoking questions. Most salespeople today, there's lots of research that will support this, ask really poor questions. Uh, most salespeople today need budget, time frame, fit, decision-making process. 
Those types of questions may have value to you, the salesperson, but they have zero value to the prospect, right? If you're a salesperson and you call me and you start asking about need, budget, time frame, fit, it's like, this is old thinking. You know, I want somebody to say, hey, Tim G., if, if you could change anything at all about your online presence, what would you want to change and why? Oh, that's a great. So really understanding uh, how to win that first conversation by being genuinely curious and asking the right kinds of questions. Um, then the next step in the process is, right, I've got a targeted list. I came to him with a story, which I told multiple times. I knew how to follow up. I eventually got a conversation or multiple conversations. Now you get to present your ideas. So how do you come back now and say, hey, listen, based on everything I've discovered, here's what I'd like to recommend. And how do you recommend your products, your services? How do you do that but doing it in the customer's language? Right. If you've gone through all this due diligence and you've learned about uh, where the customer's at, where they're trying to get to, what's gotten in the way, what have they already tried, now you need to take all that intelligence you've gathered and you need to wrap that around your solution. You need to wrap that around your products and services. You need to present it back. And if you do that well, what happens is the customer goes, wow, you know what, that's exactly what we're looking for. And you're like, I know, because I did a really good job of doing the process. So that, that seems uh, very high level and it seems very simplistic. And it's meant to be. I mean, I don't think you need to make it harder than it is. Know who you're trying to talk to. Have a compelling story. Understand how to properly follow up. Ask the right kinds of questions. Engage them in a meaningful way. And then present your ideas in such a way that they say, wow, you know, this would be silly for us not to move forward. There you have it. Music.